Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It happens every night. Every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. Summer heat never treats me kind. It leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care. No. Nope, not even kind of nope. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Right to the hook, right here. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Low! The lowest of all budgets live. Not so live from the low-budget live bar and grill in beautiful southern cold middle Tennessee. Hope all you low-lifers are doing well out there. The podcast for Monday, January the 9th, and we done, we done moved one of them weeks. Another week's gone. We are week into this 2023. Hope it's treating you well so far. I know a lot of you got to go back to work this last week i know i did and and uh man the christmas break was good i feel like a school kid when i say that and uh i think the world kind of woke back up this week on on uh, the third i believe is when everybody kind of went back and man it was uh it was a lot it was like being in a category five hurricane all week and i, I hope yours was was a little bit better than that you know but but man in the boat world this is when things start popping off is January. You got this, everything kind of slows down at Christmas just a little bit, 
okay, in, that, in the in the marine industry, the boat world, the fish world, I think, ah, oh, just give me a break. I'll sit on the couch a little bit. And then it's like, actually, it's more like this. On the third, and you're like, what just happened? And it's just like a five alarm fire drill, man. So lots of uh, lots of moving and shaking going on. But uh, hope all of y'all um, doing well out there. I do. Hopefully it's not. We had some warm weather this week, which is rare uh, for us lately. And then it, now it's back to being bipolar and cold. Actually, the bar and grill is about a balmy, let's see, uh, 59 degrees right now. So I am a little chilly out here. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie, the lights are keeping me a little bit warm, but I had turned the air on because it was so hot out here two days ago, and and I forgot, came out to record this morning, and it is a little bit nippy up in here. All right, let's thank these sponsors. I got a good one for you today. I know I, I got to thank you all for all the kind words about the JT Kenny conversation last week. I know it was long. Me and my brother went for two hours a lot of y'all hung in there for the whole thing. I see those numbers, man. Thank you so much because it was an important conversation, I feel like, for me and JT to have. And I, I feel like there were a lot of uh, – we're goofy. We're all over the place. But I feel like it was a it was a good conversation, I, and I hope all of you enjoyed it. I know from the comments it certainly seems like so many of y'all did, and I, I really appreciate that very much. This week will be not two hours long, but – but, fingers crossed, a good conversation with somebody that uh, I, I really, really think the world of and uh, haven't had on since 20, I'd have to go back and look, but I think 2019. So, uh, looking forward to uh, to the guest today, for sure. StarTron, bringing you LBL for five years, kicking ethanol in the teeth, getting it out of your bass boat, your chainsaw, your weed eater, your side-by-side, your precious investments. Ethanol will ruin them. Now I sound like a news network. Ethanol ruin everything. Everybody going to die. Ethanol. It is bad. It's bad. And I don't care if it's an older outboard, a new outboard. Ethanol can gum up the works. Trust me, especially if you leave that thing parked in the garage for longer than two weeks. So a little dab will do you. Get you a bottle of StarTron. You do not have to shake it. This enzyme-powered fuel treatment. Kick it in the teeth with StarTron. We appreciate the boys down there in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, for bringing you LBL. Pro Guide Batteries, I'm talking about got me powered up. Got me powered up. There's a lot of lithium companies out there. There's a lot of battery companies out there. You read, uh, Billy Bob Lithium. I got the most power, 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 power. We are the power. We got power. There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of them out there. There's some good ones out there. But there's a lot of, it, there's a lot of people that look like they went to the flea market and got a lithium battery and stuck a sticker on it. Or, or maybe it's just some, some energizers put in a plastic case. I'm not sure. And then they put blah, blah, blah lithium on the side. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. I know this. Pro Guide Battery has been in the battery business for a very, very long time. They support a lot, a lot of OEM bass boat manufacturers. And that's what a lot of these, ba- these battery companies cannot say. They did it on, on just normal batteries for years and years and years. Your lead acid, your AGMs, but now they're in the lithium game. I've got them running them for my trolling motor batteries, playing around with some new prototype things as well. You can check them out, ProGuyBatteries.com. Use code LBL10 to get you a break. Baitworks.com, and today is very exciting. I am announcing the LOB jig when it will be available. 
right here, the LOB Power Finesse Jig that I've been working on. It's got that custom trocar hook, this custom skirt that we designed, custom head. Really, really pumped about this jig. Y'all know you've heard me talk about it. I get a lot of y'all being like, hey, man, when's it coming? You can get them in person. They will be launched at the East Tennessee Fishing Show, which kicks off in Knoxville, Tennessee, January the 26th through the 29th. I know a lot of y'all Tennessee volunteers out there, maybe you're in Virginia, maybe you're close, maybe you visit that show. Anyway, it's a big show. It's always one of the biggest fishing shows in the country. I'm going to be there. I'm not sure which day yet, but I'm going to be there. 26th through the 29th, they're going to have this available. It'll be the first time you can get your hands on it. After that, it'll be available on baitworks.com after that. So probably I would assume the show ends the 29th. I would say they will be available on the website the next week at baitworks.com. Baitworks.com, Duncan-10 to save you some coin there. Be on the lookout for the LOB. If you're a jig fisherman, I promise you, you're going to get bit on this thing. Six custom colors. I'm really excited about it. Can't wait. It's all coming together. Fired up fired up thanks to trocar for helping us with that so much and uh we're really down to the packaging on it but east tennessee fishing show is gonna be a good time i'll let everybody know uh, i actually get asked that every year i haven't been there in many years but i'm uh, gonna try to make it up there at old k-town go big orange last but not least the Bassmaster classic winning high performance 96 inch beam 21 feet of Pure badass machinery. Express boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Got that 250 Yamaha show on the back of that bad boy Sea Deck bow to stern. And I promise you, if you take a ride in that Express X21, you will not be disappointed. More tackle storage than you could ever need. Big old live wells. Beautiful, beautiful bass boat. You give up nothing. You give up nothing. In a an aluminum boat, it's a better option. I'm telling you, uh, you know, they ain't cheap. You know, they ain't cheap. Some of y'all think you're gonna walk in the store and get one for like 13 grand. That ain't happening. It ain't a it ain't it ain't a, a bass whacker. All right. It's a it's a high performance bass boat with a 250 on it, but they are worth every penny, but a significant option uh for you for your wallet compared to a similar fiberglass boat for sure price them and let me know best hole shot in the industry some of the best people i know in the industry express boats building excitement since 1966 all right quick housekeeping notes speaking of boats i've been tagged in this a bunch uh this is the time of year where you see everybody being like hey man i like to announce that i'm with uh jim bob's plastic worms here they are jim bob for all your worm needs they got the worms jim bob has the worms uh you see every post i'd like to announce and it's always a bunch of companies you never heard of for the most part but that being said you see a lot of pros switching boats i've got some dear friends switching boats right now it happens it happens every year and uh, it's, it's a constant rotation. We saw Zach Burge is in a blazer now. I hear rumors there's some other big names fixing to make some big announcements. There's a lot of things going on. But Jason Christie, Bassmaster Classic in an Express winning Jason Christie, right? Right over my shoulder, Express Boats. I always say, hang the banner. And nothing has changed about that banner. It got one in, in an Express. Two Elite Series got one by Jason Christie in an Express. Okay. Bill Owen won an Elite Series in an Express. 
multiple Bassmaster Classics and an Express that he's qualified for, Caleb Summerall. The list goes on. But he's now in a Skeeter. Jason Christie video backing it into the garage. And uh, I heard tell of this a while back, and, and uh, I consider Jason a friend. And I think he had a better opportunity in life. Win the Bassmaster Classic, things like that happen. Things like that happen. Some of them, some of them old checkbooks open up a little bit. And and I and I know that uh he loved the folks at Express dearly. I know he loved the boat. And I think that uh business, this is a business. This is the business of fishing. I say that all the time. You get your feelings hurt if you think it's about hugs and 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 kisses. All right, it's a business. And uh I see a lot of people, oh yeah, we threw that aluminum thing in the trash. We did this, you did that. Oh man, it ain't, it ain't that. I promise you it ain't that. Now, you would have to ask Jason Christie himself. I am Luke Duncan. People have been tagging me, asking me questions in the post about it. I'm not Jason Christie. I'm not the big Indian, okay, as Wesley Strader calls it. I'm not out there Cherokee and Choctaw and freaking giant deer down, winning the classic. I'm not. You have to ask him. But we see this every year, and I, I think this in careers, loyalty is great, but in the fishing industry, it will burn your ass. <laughs> it does at times. Uh, it, it goes both ways. It can be really good. It can be really bad. But I think in life, if you can better yourself, I've always said this, like a TH Marine, if someone leaves that I, I'm close with or work for me or with me, whatever the case is, if they can better their life, I can't begrudge that at all. At all, in the least. And uh, I got to think that's the situation with Jason. Better deal. He was already with Yamaha. Makes sense that it would be Skeeter if he was going to make a move. I know Skeeter's making some power moves right now. They're a fantastic company. Fantastic people as well. And uh, it's a natural fit for him, man. And I wish him the best of luck. You know, do I hate to not see him in the Express? Well, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm sure they were, they were, uh, it was bittersweet, you know, uh, for them because, they want him to to do well. They want him and 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 his lovely family to to succeed. But I'm sure they they don't want him to go. And then at the same time, they're like, "That's all right, big dog. You brought us all these trophies." Because man, he did. He did. So any of the negative talk about an express boat, obviously, I get my feels about it because I, I I care about those folks. But I'm like, if you think that that thing slowed Jason Christie down, I mean, them classics he went in them other boats. He got close, but he did. He, two elites and the classic and the express. So there you go. That's my opinion on it. And this kind of this crap happens every year, man. It's it's funny. It's whether it's rods, reels. We see a lot of changes right now. Um, just swipe down an Instagram feed or a Facebook feed. It's nothing but that. I'm doing this. We saw Jordan Lee leaving Carhartt or Carhartt leaving him. However that worked. Uh, I heard a while back they were slowly getting pulling back from the fishing industry. I don't know if that's true, false, whatever, but I have heard that. And because uh, I mean, God, Carhartt's gigantic, right? So, that, was it a good fit anymore? I don't know. So Jordan made a very classy post about he was going to wear whatever he wanted, to, which would probably be a white T-shirt, knowing Joe. But lots of things like this happen every every year and uh, of course i i guess i get why people tag me in it because i am uh, close with express and 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 you know pretty close with jason but um i'll be honest heard that he was making a change did not know where he was going to end up until it ended up on my instagram feed so <laughs> that's just jason keeps things close to the vest that's just how jason rolls all right that being said we are getting closer Closer and closer and closer to kicking off 
this uh, 2023 season. You got Bassmaster Elite Series. You got the the BPT. You got MPF. You got all these things fixing to kick off. Really, uh, MPFL not to March, but February is when all this stuff really starts popping. And we're going to talk to a guy today. We're we're going to get the sauce. Presented by the W Sauce America's Worcestershire Sauce. The W Sauce is good on everything. You can even drink it. I wouldn't. You might might drink too much of it, you know, because it's that delicious. The W Sauce bringing you this interview. This man, this man is one of my heroes. He is one of the legends. He carved out a place in this industry after Many, many years of being a successful tournament fisherman. Many, many years. Then he got in front of the camera and became one of the greatest to ever call professional bass fishing. His name is Mark Zona, and we are going to talk to him via Zoom, thanks to the WSLs, right now. Okay, as promised, here he is, Uncle Z and you know, known these days as the Lake Mender Chuck Pro. Oh, right? yeah. that's, what, yeah. that's what I hear. That's what I keep hearing. That's the that's what the kids are saying on the internet, Uncle Z. It it's become almost as alluring, mysterious as Saskatoon Bay. Saskatoon both of which is both of which do not exist. They do not exist. Well, there was really- a guy, there was a hey, real quick, there was a there was a dude. It was not Mender Chuck, but obviously I get them. Mendrich from the Van Dam days of, of blah blah blah, but I, I I shot one with Seth and I I was doing a this is pre pandemic and I was doing a seminar show aired and this guy comes uh, to the seminar and he has got a map book Luke a map book and he's like I have scoured the earth for Saskatoon Bay and I said you got to keep scratching bud but, hey if he's watching low budget live. Hello, there ain't no Saskatoon Bay out there. Clear your maps up, bud. You're never going to find it. <laughs> I, I I had a little birdie tell me where it was close to at one yeah. time. You yep. my Uncle Z being the birdie, and nobody will ever know. Nobody yep. will ever know any different. And I it's have, right there. It's, it's right, right there. there. And it and is you know this. Listen, you are you hang with you hang with a bunch of of the the six sense cats. Yeah. And I think they probably, I'm not going to go with probably, I think they have truly learned the power. If you done catch a big in on camera, might be best you don't say where that came from. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't spend as much time with that crew as I used to, but I can say I was in on a week that ruined one of the yes. best in the country. <laughs> and, Absolutely. and there were that were pissed and I was on here going, Screw you guys for being mad. And now I totally understand why they were angry. I was I was busy the week before, I was busy the week before destroying another lake down there. Yes, so yes, you, I guess yes, you were. Yes, you were. You know, there are uh so I gotta ask you this for your shoot, because how many seasons are we in now with the Z show? If you combine the old school, like the the back, you know, where it used to be with ESPN, I think we're on we're on we'd be on sixteen or seventeen now. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, This year, and I, I, this, this, you may already have this one in the can for this season that's out now on the Outdoor Channel. Did you go there? There's a lake. It's getting a lot of pub. That's, it's, it's really hard to get to. I won't say the name of it just out of respect. Have not. A lot. Have not. Okay. 
just small no, no. it just seems like it's in z's wheelhouse so i wondered had you made that journey yet you know what's strange and, and i give the, the the cat that is doing all the damage out there you know who it is you know if you get on if you're you get on looking for big right now um you'll find him and he's been he's been really really cool and has invited me out there um countless times and what's weird is it's his jam it's his gig and, and some others there's some others that are that but but really um i i don't know it's am i gonna go you know more than likely probably seth of all people this is like two weeks ago he's like we need to pack the rig we need to go next year and here's the thing you're gonna you'll probably be a little behind the eight ball because the word is out and and it, it got out so you're kind of, you know, you're, you're chasing a bite. And I hate, dude, I, Luke, I hate that. I mean, you, you know this. You're, you're, that week you're talking about down at Ivy, that group invited me down. And, and I, there, there's a weird, weird thing about me since then. I did the Bullard's Bar thing with, with Ayler. Yeah. Um, yep. Kind of as it exploded. And right, we were right, yeah, right there. Right there. Right there. The, yeah. Um, it, but uh, I don't know. It, it's you know. I I, I guess I, I find a little bit more satisfaction of 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 hunting the the men. And I've I have found a half dozen of the mender chucks. <laughs> um, and there's five of them that are totally public. What's weird is the mender chuck of the world. Some they're semi public. They have very disguised boat ramps hmm. um that's a big kind of midwest thing where you have to you can launch but you have to have permission to park somewhere um that's very common actually and you don't see that with a lot of the normal southern lakes or reservoirs where everybody but i i the really the last especially during the pandemic is is looking and and having a, a circle of trust that um, you, we look for those little thousand, two thousand acre lakes uh, that are there. They're on. Now, I do not name any of those because they're number one. They're they're so small they would get devoured in in a summer, literally in in, yeah. in a one season deal. Um, but but I say this, uh, you know, on the show, you're you're gonna looking for those. You're gonna waste an astronomical amount of time. But when you find one. And they're out there. I, I, they're out there. I found one this summer that I haven't taped on yet. And I'm licking my, it just takes a lot of time to go look. Anyway, that was a very long ass answer. Um, no, I haven't gone to the lake, the smallmouth lake yet, but I will, I, I, I will highly, I give that, that dude a lot of credit. His invitation was awesome, but I'm glad he's reaping, you know, the, the, I think he is probably reaping the benefits of it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You know, I'm always a day late and a dollar short, I feel like, on things like this. It, it would be like you telling me about a smallmouth juice hole up by you after six years after everybody finds it or something, you know. I feel like I've yeah. been on the, the tail end of that. Uh, I was at Ivy when it went down, and I saw the most amazing things on Ford Face on my live scope. Yes. Small mouth record, whatever they got broke almost immediately, but I never caught one over 10. I caught some eights. I, we had Darian and I had some crazy five fish stringers, but we were pissed 
because you were right. seeing just beach balls behind your a rig and, and you couldn't get them to bite and then the day we left it was like 14 12 14 10 11 i mean they cracked them the day we truly were driving home we're getting pictures from all the guys that we had we had to get back um but i did line that one up but the funny thing about the lake we're that you know we're not going to name is carter andrews who you know uh and you're it, totally right about this i know where this is going he told me about it and i totally ignore him like and i'm talking know. about the years ago when he Ten and I years ago years ago and he's like buddy let me tell you i've got the greatest and he did not know then the, yeah. the potential he was just like we could go catch a hundred five pounders it's amazing he's telling me this he's like you gotta get up here it's a blah 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 drive from where my house is out west you know that kind of deal whatever it's so weird and and i never went and then all of a sudden uh the, the guy that really kind of cody meyer is mm-hmm. uh pretty dialed on it yep. as well keeps it yes. pretty but and i i just hate like you said for these lakes to it sucks to see it because because i'm a guy tennessee river rat grew up pickwick gunnersville you just see what pressure does <laughs> you, you you're in the epicenter <laughs> jesus i mean we want to talk about pressure like you want to say your lake's pressured bud come on down to yeah, agree. In, I in Florence, I can show you pressure any day yeah. you'd like to. Three sixty-five. Let's go. I call your area St. Clair South. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. You know that's and, and it used to not be that way. But what what caused that? That's actually a question I have for you. What changes in your veteran opinion are we seeing? But it, but that is something fishing. What has caused this? What has caused this explosion? Is it social media, TV, yeah. whatever? Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would you know, from a, from a primitive standpoint where we all learned, you know, back when you and I were kids, you learned it from television, from watching Bill dancing Parker, you know, the bass masters back, you know, 30 years ago, that's where you learned destinational targets. And then obviously you would surround that with, with journalism magazines and stuff like that. But none of that, none of that, um, to me, none of it was as in-depth and constant as social media. I think social media is um, a, a great, well, uh, a good, <laughs> I, I hate, I, I, I hate social I get it, I get it. Um, Same. It, it's, uh, it's, uh, uh, social media it's instant. And the other thing about it, you can also see, Hey, that bites very consistent because they're posting every five minutes. Um, what we, we have made a rule on Zona shows, um, to rarely rare. We do, we do like a, a lake that I think can sustain pressure. I'll say what it is. Yeah, of course. Dude, if I'm on lake getting the pressure or <laughs> already getting the pressure, I guess. Right. I do. I get a, what's ironic is when I don't name or accidentally misname our destination to throw pirates off is I'll get hammered and I will reply to those people. Hey, you are the reason I don't. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, <laughs> the bullseye's on you, bud. That's why I'm doing. Let me give one last one. Let me give one last one. Let me give one last. And we'll, Anyway, this is a really, it's a really good one. So back in the day, um, 
this is before a flogger was a flogger. I did two shows. I did a show with Byron Velvet. I did a show with Aaron Martins on a body of water that back then was not very well known. It was called Burton Mullet up in Indian Giants. Well, you may find this hard to believe, Luke, that there was a day there was no bass boats out there. Like I would see a salmon troller out yeah. there, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, he needs to get away. He's 300 yards from us, right? So time's gone on since that show aired but at, right after the Aaron show aired it, I was at a seminar that spring and this guy come and there's a certain boat ramp in a canal and it's very sneaky it's very it's not it, it's a public ramp but it's very sneaky but it puts you near the as the kids say it put you near the juice right and I had launched there for the last call it 25 years of my life so I, this is scouts honor so i'm at this seminar and it was in northern ohio at a bass pro shops show airs uh guy raises his hand and he said uh hey are you okay if after this i stick around i'd like to question you about fishing in northern michigan and i know you're i said yeah okay ha 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 so we get done and he and he walks up luke and he goes he goes hey i live on a walleye lake uh, up, up north in Michigan, but I, I, I really want to get into smallmouth fishing. I saw that show that you shot with Aaron Martins and he said, I'm not, you know, that up on smallmouth fishing. And I said, okay. I said, yeah. And I said, there's some good lakes up there. I said, can I ask, this is no joke. I said, can I ask where you live? Now you've been to the, you know, up near the bridge, there's a lake every five feet. Oh yeah. He looks at me. And that show that I shot was with Aaron on Burton Mullet. And I, he looks at me, he goes, well, I live on Burt Lake. And I went, what do you say? He goes, well, I live on Burt Lake. I said, where do you live? I live on the east side. I said, really? I said, I'm going to pull up my map quest. And I said, show me where you live. Well, I live in the back of a canal. I said, wow, that's amazing. I said, I, I shot that show on Burton Mullet Lake. I, I launched in that canal. And he looks at me, he goes, I knew you'd do this. What a joke. And walked away. No! <laughs> I'm not kidding. If the dude, if the dude went out of the canal, 200 yards. He's in the juice. <laughs> like, dude, he walked away, put through his hands up and walked away. <laughs> no longer a Mark Zona fan. No. Never watches Bass Live. He's over. I shot that show right there. And he's like, Thanks. Luke, I knew you'd do this. I know how you pros are. I couldn't believe it. Anyway, great story. <laughs> Throwing me off. Before we move on for this, just real quick, I want to ask your honest opinion because this this blows my mind, really. Um, how many events we're having on the St. Lawrence now? And I know it's a place near and dear mm -hmm. to your heart and right. soul, obviously. Will we see, and I feel like we already are a little bit, even though God knows the Elite Series last year, freaking phenomenal weights. It was crazy the sewer rat, as you call him, blowing it out. I mean, it was, mm -hmm. it was one of the best events ever. They had great weather. Are we or will we see an impact there from the pressure? Because I know it's Already have, Luke, okay. already have. Yeah, absolutely. And here's – here's uh, I, I, I grew up – I probably fished there. You and I talked about this. Oh, yeah. I probably fished there um, more so than any Great Lakes-connected fishery I've taken, I've taken actually 
taped there more than any smallmouth destination that I've gone to, whether it's been smallmouth or largemouth. But here's what's really that I that I've seen. I, I, I'm not guessing this is is I, I fished there uh, this summer with Corey, and Corey knows you know the magic rocks and stuff like that. But the 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 one thing that I know is oh I, I grew up fishing a lot of the U.S. water, a, a fair share of the Canadian water, mostly the lake. That's right. Look, if you're going to the Holy Grail, fish the Holy Grail. If the Holy Grail lets you out there, um, I have never. It's interesting. I'll throw, I'll, I'll name drop one more time. Taku stayed at my house this summer for a while and, and we talked about it. And I asked him, I said, are they a lot harder to catch right now? And he's like, so smart in one year. So smart. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking, I'm not talking deep ones. I'm talking shallow, mid-range, deep ones. And, and here's the one thing that I saw consistently on the, on the U.S. side, especially. If you got one of those rocks in five foot of water, in 25 foot of water, in, in 55 foot of water, and you either visually see them, Luke, or you look at them on your front face and sonar, and you catch one, their buddies ain't sticking around. Where three, four, five, ten years ago, you pick them all off. You pick them all off. If you, if this is no joke. And, and I'm talking the lake. I'm not talking in the river. But look, the river's just as is getting just as tough. The obviously, it's a lot of look better on paper stringers that go. I'm not yeah. talking the spawn. I'm not talking that because that's a different scenario. But when it is fishing time, um, if if you catch two off of a rock, you did something. Because those fish are so conditioned when, and I used to see this all the time on Champlain, uh, when you kidnap a buddy, the rest of the gang is out of there. And, and that's what I, now look, you could make historic runs right now out on Lake Ontario and still find that unintelligent school that exists you're just going to beat yourself up getting there. The further you run, the dumber they are. Um, But there's something about that river mouth. There's always been something about that river mouth, whether it's three miles into the river or three miles out of it, that's where that massive caliber lives, but they're just a heck of a lot smarter now. That's that's interesting. And and that's what you hear that, you know, like you said, on, on paper, it looks great looks fantastic we see that at pickwick at times we see that at gunnersville oh my god 15 pounds down to 50th place gunnersville's back eh, yeah not so much not so much yeah. I mean, it's a healthy fishery but they're educated man they're absolutely they're so educated you can see them down there at may june on the ledge the, the typical tennessee river thing they ain't buying a hundred like- miles of right where you're setting to me are here's the and obviously the obvious amount of pressure that your your guys bass get and, but it's also you also deal with you guys have a very very wicked caliber of fishermen around there so you you know you not all you're combining look 
there's a lot of places you can go to that get a lot of pressure, but they're, you know, they're you guys just kind, kind of just out fishing. Yeah. You're the epicenter of, of very, very good fishermen. Like it's, it's here, Texas, right? Absolutely. Florida, you get that. Like there's a yeah. lot of fantastic tournament anglers in those yes. core areas. And you're right. Other places you do get boat pressure. They hear, they're yes. here transducers. They hear trolling motors go by. Right. It does impact them. But you got down here just fish it seems like for the most you know what's 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 going back to the smallmouth thing and i'm kind of taking a right hand turn but not really is man you and i did this together right when we were fishing on 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 the lake i live on back in the day heck you mark one on your 2d a little piece of lasagna hey drop down whoa look at me that doesn't happen as much anymore as it used to (laughs) No, I, I can remember showing my dad a drop shot, like in the early 2000s, you know, read a Bassmaster Magazine article with like Aaron or Coda talking about, right? Give right. me some Robo Worm special. And being yeah. on Pickwick and, and dude, I mean, we'd catch a hundred cranking then, you know, catching two at a time and crap. But still, when it, you kind of bust up the school, yeah, had an old hummingbird, the first ever color graph I ever had, I forget the right. number, little bitty guy. And my dad and I'll never forget being on Pickwick and me, I caught a six pounder on a drop shot, see him down there, a little, little mark. And my buddies were laughing. Like when, like, what'd you catch that big one on? I'm like this. And they're like, what? Well, right. now you go ledge fishing and there's six boats sitting at, on the goods on Pickwick and everybody's got a spinning right in their head. Everybody. But they're casting a drop shot, you know, and, and, but, but what I'm getting at is I don't see those fish to drop on as much anymore. And I don't know if they're sucked down to the bottom more, but it's, the drop shot even gets ignored though. I yes. guess and it's incredible to me that it doesn't yes. matter line size, whatever, but you can have a school of 50 over there. I can yes. see set up like they should be. You can feel them sometimes with your damn line. They won't eat it. I if agree. Learn, not going to happen. So it's, it's incredible to see the, uh, the changes. And I blame you, frankly, for your live coverage and your damn TV shows and whatnot. <laughs> I actually, I, don't. I, I, bl- I, I, blame I don't, I don't, you know, you have always been, I, you're sneaky. You're, you're the sneaky, z, sneaky Z. You are sneaky at times. You will name, but you are, you and I have, I, I'm very proud of our relationship. I like the conversation. I've learned so much from you, but you're like, I'll kill you if you say anything about this, but you are sneaky and you have, you have given me the juice several times. I, I What I know about several lakes is just because Uncle Z has been like, hey, you're going here, try this. And I'm like, yeah. what? Damn, Z, I don't do that with everybody. I, I know that. Yeah, do not get in his DMs on Instagram. Don't slide in his DMs asking for that, you pieces of garbage out there. Don't do it. He's not going to give it to you. But that being said, you're you're sneaky, so I can't blame you. But I do feel like with the YouTube movement, the the social media thing, man, we we've we've given away our soul at times for some clicks. That's Brad Knight's favorite line. He goes, "Man, we've given away." so much for so little ultimately to a degree. yeah yeah I, and, and and yeah and i i will i agree with that but you know the other side and, and i get a lot of I, I do now i i get a lot of local or regional anglers that will you know laughingly tune me up like hey you don't you don't need to be doing that technique on the show for a year or two and i get that i understand look man i i used to fish five tournaments a week for 20 years of my, and, and, and I, I get that. But first off is, is I hope people, whether they like me or they hate me, it is, is 
and I've always said this, whether it's Bassmasters or, or Zona Show or any of the content that we put out, I hope somebody learns something from something, okay? But it took me a long time to also learn, and this goes back to what we were talking about, that there are people, there are people I hang out with that are friends of my children that will just watch things to go assassinate that spot if they can, okay, that's, and that's where I, 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 I that's where I've become more so sneakier than, than, you, uh, 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 can I give one more really dorky story? And it's a, it's a Lake Ontario story is, this is back before mapping. This is when I fished tournaments, I found a series of boulders, like eight to 10 and do their magic. They were magic. They, I, I used them in tournaments, so I, I exploited those boulders in tournaments. I when I when Zona Show started, I, I exploited them with with Jeff Creek, with Aaron Martins uh, alone, with Brent Ayler. Anyway, um, even if you have mapping, or they're very hard to find. They're not near the shoreline. They're not near the shoreline, and and I and I I had never seen a human being on ever. And I took Tommy Sanders and Overstreet there one day. Um, so it was like two, it might've been during the pandemic. I was pulling into it. And look, I'm not saying it, it, it you know, I, oh, I found, but it was, it was one of those, wow, I found something. It was so long ago and the, it, it was just, it was magic. So it, was during, it had to have been during the pandemic. I, I, I pulled it, I pulled into it. And I'm coming up to it and dude, there is a boat and I'm watching. I'm like, wow, I've never, ever, ever seen a boat on that ever. And I, and I got near enough to where I didn't, I didn't look if he, dude, if he found it, he found it. It's got a little bit of a distinct thing on one certain background that obviously aired. So we, I, I scoached down about a half mile away from him and I'm just watching just I was more I was really impressed the dude found it the guy pulls his trolling motor and he idles over and this is exactly what he said I found it didn't I I said you did you found it and he goes I scoured that show for years I said you found it and like that and dude, that it's just made me be way more cautious of what is in the background when we're taping now, oh. just because, you know, and, and it's, look, it's just, it, uh, it's part of the game. Um, it's a part of the game that I think I've become a heck of a lot more savvy at, yeah. uh, and, and have to just because, man, I, I need a few more years out of this loop. <laughs> That's your livelihood, bud. Well, I'm cognizant of it. Just, I've rarely film anything at home and God knows there are guys that know, Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Gunnersville, way better than me now, just from traveling years on the road, whatever. But still, I'm really like, I've got stuff that I could make the most amazing video out of ever, every yes. summer, but I would never do it because I'm yeah. like, it's not worth it. It's not worth yeah. it. Right? Um, but I'm even kind of like in pictures, and it's so yes. funny. You do it, the decoy pick. Well, I'll box a big one, take yeah. it somewhere else, and take a picture. <laughs> know where that's at and you're like you really don't but you don't at all i love those comments but just kind of the world we're in but i I totally get it and i also i think you're definitely this way i respect the resource enough yes big time because when i find that 
magical just that happens very yes. rarely anymore. Right? I had one on Pickwick last year that I could have made. I was texting here during this. You told me that. It was incredible. A friend of mine, uh, Ryan Ingham, Turnpike Troubadours, name dropper, Luke Duncan here. But we obliterated them. Yes. One of the most amazing three days of fishing I've ever had. And and I'm like, there's no sense in posting it. I would yeah. never, ever, ever. Let's just ever move on. Yeah, let's, let's just move, move on. Whether it was the bait, whether it was the location. But you could tell. Like, it was easy to tell where we were at in pictures or whatever. Um, I actually text you. I was one of those guys. Or, I, and I've laughed about this this year. Because I got yelled at by, I'll say a guy named Fat Todd. I call him Fat Todd. Fat yeah. Todd Castellan, Tad Castellan, um, about a certain lure that he should be all about promoting and he does a lot but yes. you guys are doing live and i said shh uncle z shh, quit pointing that out so much and you're like hey bud six of the top ten are using it i know you're just tuning in but you're it, screwed it was hard it was really really hard to get away from that <laughs> but i had been i was like two weeks removed from just like oh my god i don't yeah. want to even know about this and now all my local tackle stores are just just, just empty pegs i'm like god here we go. Um, but I had, yeah. I had my moments with it there for a little bit, and it's yes. still a magical little critter at times. So switching gears, <laughs> switching gears, uh, and I can talk about this stuff all day. because I, I hey, Just so you know, what we just talked about also bleeds, and I, it does, it bleeds right directly into the hunting world. I yeah. rarely even, I, I rarely, I, I, I did show a few that we could, I don't do that much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, I've unless got, it's in Colorado. Yeah. Well, I've got people just where I, in my home county, home turf, I've hunted the same area for 30 years. So when I post, like, I can't post a trail cam picture right. like, go? because yeah. I mean, everybody's going to know. And I've got guys that hunt around me that I talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, that we share things, but it's like, yeah, some things we don't share, you know, right. like it's just how, how it goes. I get it. But I think it, this segues into uh, Bassmaster Live. And, and, and I think a lot of this is, is the same in that live coverage and i know from my two years of doing it it, it you learn a lot <laughs> you see mm-hmm. see a lot of things that that maybe you you would not ordinarily see and we get to see these guys making decisions we get to see the actual techniques you know it's not the magazine days well of course i called them on a three-eighths black and blue jig when they could have been do- doing something right but that's also changing the fisheries as well right it's it, the learning curve is so but yes and but I, I want to say, is there anything I asked JT Kenny this? Of course, he has not as long in this as you. Obviously, he did it many years as a tournament angler. But I asked him this last week, and I, I found it fascinating the answer he gave. And I've got my own answer from doing it for two years in MPFL. What is one thing that you have either learned or taken away from live that maybe you didn't know, even though you are? And I want I don't want to talk about like a nugget that 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 you're still holding on to in your pocket. Cause I know those exist, right? Maybe you, you see them on the monitor. They're not actually on live. You're like, Ooh, okay. Cause I see those too. Like Dudley and I used to look at each other and go on certain things every now and then. What's one thing though, that you would share that is like you went, whether it's a work ethic, whether it's a, I don't know, a technique, whatever that is that just kind of, you went, Holy crap. And studio, when you saw it, it it's, it's, it's hard to, to, but you'll know what I'm saying by this is, is, and I think a lot of the good anglers, a lot of, you know, look, everybody that follows you and, and low budget live, 
if, if you're hardcore, you can look, you can, you, now this is back in the old school one hour Bassmaster days or one hour FLW days. You could watch a show and go, wow, he's a, he's a, he's a darn good fisherman or something like that and blah, blah, blah. But you can really look at, you can really look at in angler, especially when you watch the span of not only one day, but you watch a span of four days of competition. And then you then say that angler shows up a killer is a killer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A killer is a killer. You look this weekend when you turn on Joe Burrow and, and Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Josh Allen, a killer is a killer. And, okay. and then there's really good quarterbacks. And yes. then there's really good fishermen. But the one thing that I've learned, and, and it's strange because um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it back to the days that, that I fished a ton of tournaments and had great success. I did not have that. I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. You're going to see it coming. And you're going to take it. You're going to take it. And I'm going to enjoy doing it. And doggone it, I'm going to smile at you the final morning. <laughs> but I am here to ruin all your dreams. I'm fixing and to snatch it from you. I'm yeah. fixing to do. And, and there's guys like that. There's guys like, like, and I always throw it to this. You know, obviously Van Dam always had that trait. But when you look at people like Hackney and you look at people like Jason Christie, they're there to cause destruction One to reason. you. One reason. And that, and, and you, you, know, you know that. But it is solidified. It is solidified. Johnstons have that. The, yeah. the Johnstons, granted, the, the, but they have that relentless. I am here to make you cry. Clark Wendland has that. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? There's just for sure. And, and, and well, you've Lemacy's seen that. Lee's got that, man. Lee's got that. No doubt. Absolutely, totally has one of the newer names, I guess, in the last few years that we're seeing definitely has that. Yes. And 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 you see it, you see it in their not only their mannerisms, but you see it in their decision making that they don't give a crap if if they take it into the ditch, but the possible outcome is a heck of a lot better, you know, than and instead of a, a play it a, a little bit closer to the vest, a little bit safer. Look, and here's the one thing that, and this is just from a technique standpoint, um, learning cadences, learning, learning, you know, just hand eye. What I, you you watch this? I know JT does. I know Newell does. Is just what watching a cadence of a real handle. Whether it's you're fishing a jig, whether you're fishing a frog, a glide bait, whatever it is, those are the things. Listen, those are the things. If you're an angler, you had better be watching. Look, the first thing every one of us looks at when a bass comes in a boat is what the hell is in its mouth. Okay. Now we've got the main piece of the puzzle, and we could start putting the other pieces into it. That's the main thing we look at, and throughout the years. We would, I would, uh, we all would protect anglers and stay very, very generic because I had, you know, I have the dude on social media. It's like, hey, I'm going to tell you what that is. Well, I know what it is. I can't say it because he has another sponsor. If he wants to say it, fine, great. 
I you're not going to blow up a spot. Yeah. It's a suspending jerk bait. I'm not going to say it's X brand. I'm not going to say that. Um, that's the other thing that live has done. The live has truly made anglers, at least I'd say not for 95, because there's a lot of backs to cameras at times I've noticed. On <laughs> yeah. A lot, um, of, a lot of worms and different packs. I've <laughs> noticed that on the NPF. So it, it's a, uh, it, that obviously has gone on, but, uh, it, for the most part now, uh, it, you cannot watch live coverage, whoever does it, you cannot watch it and not learn something mm-hmm. for yourself. Yeah. Because look, man, I, we all got our favorite fishermen and haha and fireworks and stuff like that trophies. But still to this day, I selfishly watch all of it just because I want to steal stuff technique-wise that's yeah. why i'm into it yeah because when they're in those moments with money on the line they're not they can't hide they're, they're not using gonna go, what oh, i'm not gonna i'm just gonna put this away because they're using what they're supposed to be using that's exactly right yeah. and i think it's it's interesting what you say about cadence that's something that that i have that's my biggest takeaway in the last mm-hmm. two years yeah everybody's got the same crap Everybody can, yeah. everybody's got access to the same tackle stores online that we all do. Everybody's got electronics, but the difference in my opinion, more times than not is, is cadence. It yeah. is cadence a lot of times. Yeah. And I've seen some, uh, we had, we had one fisherman in particular that will remain nameless. Uh, cause I don't want to get anybody to go back because it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I saw it three events in a row cause he kicked ass and took names, but Dudley and I, and Dudley was the first to look at me and go, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's interesting uh, uh, don't 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 talk about that and, and and for a guy like dudley all-time leading money winner flw tour you know one more money with a rod and reel than just about anybody we know when i watched his eyes because i i was like watching the monitor going interesting and then you watch dudley go right that's when i went right. that's special right. that's that, special. that's the and that you know that, that that's the one thing that lives given you learn the connection of cadence with the lure and exactly what it's being thrown at dude you got the whole buffet in front of you now there's a there's a there's a different dynamic that's out there at the same time and i respect the heck out of this is and it was a tournament that i covered last year when drew cook won on on santee is the first day of the tournament i called him that night and i said hey dude uh, you, you sight fishing yeah I said, do you, can we, obviously we're going to see your sight fishing. Do you want to, he goes, here, here is the rod. Here is the line. Here is the bait. Here's what I'm looking for. And he goes, if somebody can do it better, have at it. Dude, that was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, You know, and, and, and that, that's to me, that's superior confidence. You know, you got when, when Christy won on was chick. It was this last year. Yeah. I think it was. It was this last year. Um it he he had that same, here's what I'm doing. He said don't get into exacts. Here's basically where I'm doing. He goes, I feel good. You know, to where I don't want to sound the wrong way. There was some younger anglers that they're like, Well, I'd rather not. I said, Hey, do you know? Um, this was after the tournament, and I said, and I talked to one of them, I said, um, Hey, you don't have to give me anything to this young angler. I said, you don't have to give me a damn thing. I don't care. 
I don't want to waste your time. Please don't waste my time. Yes. Let me move on to the next angler. And he said, well, I apologize. Well, and I said, dude, you're throwing a swim bait on points. Okay. It's the, there was, it's not, <laughs> we figured it out pretty quick, bud. <laughs> right. <laughs> bait that long going at a point. Anyway, I said, do you know who gave me every, all the information that we passed on during the final day? I, and, and, you know, you're, you're, you're very guarded and protective, rightfully so of the anglers days one, two. Yeah, of course. It, but you get into the later part of the tournament. That's when you give the juice to the viewer. That's what the viewer is waiting for. I said, I just want to tell you something. I said, this is the definition of being a pro. Do you know who gave me everything down to the stock that he was throwing at? He goes, who? I said, the guy that won. I love that. Just. The fact that I have experienced that. You know what I mean? Multiple times. And I'm like, okay. And, and it is, it does seem like the ones that are dialed. Yeah infinitely like you know going into that final day yeah this is like a hoist a trophy just from talking to them you know it you know it better than i do for sure and the guys that are like well i'd rather not say you know i you know might talk to you about tomorrow or whatever okay man like you sounds good gotta go you know that kind of deal and uh and and the ones that are just out like yeah because like like drew cook i'm gonna do it better than the rest of them well i had a company i had a company call me, talk to me and say, why did you not talk about this angler's bait? Mm. I said, call him. Here, here's the contact. Call him. <laughs> That's exactly that. what happened. <laughs> I love that. All right. I know you're, I know you're on a time crunch. No, today, I'm good. I'm good. Very I'm good. Busy. Okay. Well, I've got, cause I've got a couple more things, but uh, that being said, is there a bait? You don't have to say it. Is there a bait in the last couple of years that's kind of blown your mind on live? I mean, I know everybody's seen it, but is there one thing that maybe you've added to your arsenal from live that you're like, oh, crap, I don't really uh, and this goes your, back di- to your dial, Z's dialed. I'll say that. Like, you are you get the nuggets. I feel like you're always on the front edge. I've learned so much, like I said, from you personally over the years about techniques and different things. But is there, is there, anything, is there anything that you've really added to your – personal arsenal from live i don't do it i don't do it on tv a lot but i've but it's more of i was intrigued by it um besides largemouth but i was intrigued by it for a smallmouth aspect a swim bait is a really 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 good largemouth bait it is a really really good smallmouth bait and it seems uh and i don't do it on camera Uh, you know it's uh it's not what it's not my jam it's not what we're doing um, but I, I, I throw a lot of really large, large oversized swim baits for smallmouth. Now you don't, you don't catch a lot. You don't catch a lot. A lot of this. Follow uh, some, some, yeah. Uh, look, I, I, I throw them, you know, besides obviously, you know, I throw all striking stuff on the show, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm mesmerized by, by big swim baits. Mm-hmm. whether they're soft plastic, you know, one Zaldane has thrown uh, or it's glide baits and stuff like that. Um, I, I'm, I, I've tried to learn that probably more than anything above and beyond that. I, I've, I've really worked on yeah, obviously a bladed jig, whether it's a jackhammer, a, a, a thunder cricket, whatever it is. Um, the, there is a, there is, it's obviously been one of the most, look, every one of us, your, your viewers has a gazillion of them 
is there is a gig with a bladed jig that has not come out yet that has not been exploited but a but a bladed jig in 15 to 30 feet of water is one of the most brutal big big fish baits uh techniques that there are out there you fish it exponentially different than the usual way that it's fished but it is obviously something that they have not seen in that outer realm um and, and that's something that that i think you'll probably see same baits like that the usual way they have been fished i think you're just going to see them utilized differently just little tweaks to the techniques so yeah and in different areas different depths and, and yes yes think about a jerk bait i mean we're throwing it out there in the, yes in, in the like you said in the outer realm um well here, here's what's funny there have obviously been really 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 big bass caught on a swim jig out deep on youtube the last dude you know this your buddy Ryan that I've taken around here fishing. A deep swim jig has been around for a, a long that's a, time. That's a zone of special. The first time I got a text from someone going, Hey man, have you seen that this goes down at Ivy? And I was like, Oh, you don't say. Yeah. You know, that deep? I'll show you yeah. a text from about six years ago where yeah. I got Zona 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 Boys did good in derbies, derbs back in the day with that. But yeah. what's yeah. what's interesting is here again, you know, not not your usual throwing at at water willow swim jig fishing it's it's way more akin to swim baiting style that that swim jigging is way more akin to a swim bait than it is an actual swim jig but it's like i guess what we're talking about is you know what it little little tweaks or big tweaks to the staple lures maybe that have been around a long 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 time yeah and i've seen that I got to cover Coach Walters this year with the MPFL. Yes. I got to spend a lot of court because he just cold straight, just train wrecked them. Uh, yeah. So I spent a lot of time in the boat with with Coach Walters. And some of his, that's a sneaky one. That's a sneaky little devil. I think oh, he's, a twi- he's a twitchy little fella, too. Isn't he? He, 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 he is. is. He is. He gets some shorty shorts on and he, you never know what's about to happen. He, he, Davian, I, here's what I always call, and I've had a few of these anglers that, through the years, Edwin was one, and I, I and here's what they are: they're elusive, <laughs> slippery. <laughs> even <laughs> even when you're eye to eye, they're elusive. You find yourself, and Luke, Luke, you do this. I notice, and I do this. <laughs> you find yourself answering your own questions while talking to them. <laughs> yes. yes trying to pull something out of them hoping they mess up <laughs> i do that anyways regardless <laughs> who i'm talking to yeah I elusive my... yes i go with that elusive we have said you're getting some elusive ones uh from us brian smith an mpfl angler coming coming your yeah. way to the elite series he can be can be a little elusive he elusive. he's He's pretty good with the detail. When he gets on camera, he is uh he was fantastic for us, man. You guys are getting a gift in him. Of course, John so John John's pretty damn elusive himself. Uh and and David Gaston will just talk your head off. Uh right. the three MPFLers you're getting. That being said, looking at the rookie list, because we're fixing to start, man. And I know I'm I'm not gonna I won't get a chance to as busy as you are to really pick your brain there in February on the show, but have you looked at that list? I know yeah, absolutely. Almonds, we know, you know, I know you do your research. 
who are you? And we'll throw some people under the bus with this, or you may get in trouble. Who are you most looking forward to out of that group? Who do you think will have the most success going into 2023 out of that, out of that new group of rookies you got coming your way? Well, I think the obvious suck up is, is he, he's, He's he's soft. I watched all your your guys' live stuff because I'll text you and we'll, yeah, crack, yeah. we'll either compliment anglers or crack on anglers. Is that, that you can tell? Old boy's been around for a day or two, so that uh, his experience, um, I, where I was impressed, he seemed to do well really wherever you guys went. That's mm-hmm. that's impressive. Um, th- uh, Cooper Gallant uh, mm-hmm. from Canada is a dude he's a worker he, he's got a he's got a weird little bit of a brandon polinick thing where he kind of just jumps in his truck and jams um where you could tell he lives it but the other one and this this came from a few anglers most of all this came from taku and taku taku is a is a special special human being he yeah. is a um a, taku makes you feel better about life he really does. Sure. Makes I you text, feel better about you. I text you during the Ontario show during the, when he won. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing. The smallmouth Disneyland clip yes. that's become so famous. I'm like, this is the greatest moment in bass fishing. Like it was, it was beautiful. Like, and I, I just couldn't stop smiling. Yeah. Boy, I've watched that clip however many times. It's fantastic. Human. He, uh, he, uh, I, I, I feel bad because, and you know, I do hang around a rough, I do. I, 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 I hang around some rough dudes um, and Taku was around them. And I think Taku left here with a whole new vocabulary. <laughs> hey, there was, there was one time, there was, there was one time he started saying things that my fishing partner was saying. And I said, Taku, no! And he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> like jump, trying to jump in front. No, it's, no. <laughs> I'm good. I have, video, I, I have videos. I have videos. <laughs> so I have to interrupt you for this story because I feel like it's relevant, and I may never get to tell it on the show ever again. There was a a co angler, a Japanese co angler. They used to run with Dudley in the FLW tour days. And his name was Wantanabe. He went by Nabi. I don't know if you ever encountered him in your life, but he, he, he worked at a Japanese ski resort in the fall, save his money, would come over here and live in a van. And he had an old ranger and he would go pre-fit. He would beat your ass in practice. Like you did right. not want him to see you catching one in practice right. in an area. Like he just fished all three days of practice when co-anglers to practice, he'd wear them out, whatever. But his goal, and he would look at you, I beat you today. Like, he wanted to beat your yes. ass. Yes. I drew him at Lake Travis in, in, down in Austin uh, the second year I fished. And and Dudley brought him over. And he spoke decent English, but broken. And he puts him with my redneck self. And so we go out day one. And, dude, I'm I'm talking about catching him. Like, it was dumb. You know how Travis – like, numbers yep. are crazy to Travis. And I was catching him really good. And uh, was in – way up there the first day top 30 whatever but decent day but catching them deep and i kept talking about these rock piles these rock piles rock piles and he he keeps saying what who do you mean rock pile rock and and then finally he goes oh it's a boulder (laughs) but 
So Dudley had already told me he watches nothing but action films in his van, right? So he, so he taught himself English by watching movies. So he cussed like a sailor, which I loved, of course. And so he asked me about like slang, you know, gets, gets lost in translation for sure. And I'd say, come on, bite my cricket. You know, whatever. That's, we, we tend to say that. Yep. Sometimes he goes, what do you mean when you say bite my cricket? And he was, and then he asked about Greg Hackney. He said, Greg Hackney says that. And I was like, yeah, well, we're talking about our bait. So many of us grew up fishing with a bobber and a cricket. That's kind of what we, you know, and he's like looking at me kind of confused. Okay. Well, then I had said, son of a bitch about five times. And he goes, what do you mean when you say son of a bitch? And so I tried to explain it to him. I'm like, well, sometimes I see my buddy because like Burge, it came up, oh, Jeff, you son of a bitch, like joking, like, you know, it's really, right. sometimes you're like, you son of a bitch, you know, and I'm trying to explain, well, sometimes it's a term of endearment, not sure. a, sometimes it's an insult. So that day, and he's just looking at me like a puppy when I'm trying to explain this, he's on the back deck, I'm on the front. Well, at the end of the day, I run in this place, this place I've been trying to get on. There've been people on it all day. Is this point that I had a couple good bites in practice. So I pull up and they're catching these fish in like 30, 40 feet of water. So I pull up my fire football jig out there and dude, one gets it. It's like a five pounder. And he comes up and jumps. And I'm like, dude, net. He's right there. He misses it with the net. I'm like, Nobby, I'm bringing him back. Like he's coming back, get him. So he gets him the second time. I said, Nobby, you son of a bitch. Just like that. And he goes, I get it now. Well, I, <laughs> that's language that, that, that was, I had to tell that it's one of the most, I, I saw him, uh, at a Bassmaster open last year. He fished as a co and I ran into him at big Toho Marina on the dock. And he's like, ah, I hadn't seen him in years, but it's so funny. I, I appreciate the fact that you ruined Taku. Sweet. I, I'm fairly sure I sent you one of the videos. Yes, that it made you, did. Day. You, did. you did. And that was one of the, that was very mild comparatively. You did. you did. And you said, do not share in all caps. Right. But, and that, it, it, there's something, you know, it's strange, which you just, there, there, there's something that, uh, as, as we, I don't think Taku and I could be more different people ever but it's interesting because um he he obviously lives with a spinning rod but i'll tell you what was amazing and you see this you do see this with a lot of japanese anglers is so we would whether we were fishing or we were in the barn he is non-stop tinkering with my looking at whether he's in my storage compartment whether he's in my barn you could see that, that there is a, a, a desire, obviously, to learn non-stop, just a, a relentless, you know, and I think all of us, to an extent, have that, you know, wire in fishing. But you, when you see, it's really cool when you do see that in somebody, obviously, that is from so far away, so far away. Right? Yeah. Um, it, it, it's very cool. And I don't know, I know this sounds bizarre. There's a there's an unbelievable um, innocence being around, you know. And granted, I tried yeah. to destroy all of every fabric of that. Uh, just the story <laughs> I just told, I ruined it. Just, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And that just happened. I'm, I'm netting a fish. You know what I mean? Um, but that's it, it, awesome. I, that's a that that uh, I well, guess in some way, shape, or form, that's what it's all about. You know? It is. But 
what totally what I derailed us on right there was Taco was Taku was telling you about one of our rookies coming into the elite. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's me. I, I I had a note. I I got a little note here to go back because I'm very interested in your thoughts and and if Taku gave a ringing endorsement. Yes, and his last name is I don't I can't pronounce his first name yet. Koyoyai uh, Fujita. Okay. Um, but it's weird because Taku went into in depth in depth why what his strength is and he'll fit right in evidently with the patrick walters and front face and guys are like really good like crazy good in fact so and he's very young and that's the one thing taku said that he's he's very young but ahead of where he probably should be right now so is he one of those guys like taku just kind of blazed through the opens Yes. Yeah. Same. Same. Because yeah. I don't think I remember seeing that name much in the last couple yes. of years until he qualified. Yes. So I, I would say that that's kind of you know the, the the those were the three that I of all of them. Um, and I, I followed a lot of you know the guys that are coming from from your league. I followed a lot of them, but those three right there are probably the ones that I'm you know watching the most. The the coming off of last year, it's really bizarre. I I really thought. I thought Cody Huff would blow that away. Uh, yeah. I said that. I said that at the beginning of the year. I mean, Cody Huff is, is the package. Um, but what, what, what Jay did, um, dude, I knew Jay from fishing against my children, you know, and, and his dad's a world, no, not a world class. I mean, he's a world champion walleye angler. But the thing that, that, that is interesting is you see like a Jay Shakurid you see a Cody Huff and young, young, young anglers. And this goes all the way back to the Derek Remitz days is the ones that are able to really compose themselves and be flatliners. I've used that term. I've used that word for 20 years. Um, the, the flatliners, uh, young ones, are, for some reason are able to handle the pressure of the year. Uh, it's amazing to watch, you know, um, that it's almost like that calmness, that calmness is, and, and here's what's weird is like, I'm going to give you a quick Jay Shakurit story, you know, obviously he caught hundred pounds and, and what he did on, on Lake Ontario is striking asked me to shoot a show. I, I don't know if you know Jay very well. Okay. I've had him on the show and I've met his dad a time or two through Ranger okay. Votes back in the day, but I don't know yeah. him well. Uh, this we is so, so bizarre. Uh, and you've done a lot of television. You've done, 197 yeah is it 197 I, I think this will be one this is 197 i believe that's see how about that Hell, see, i'm, not, I'm not scared dude i'll run him more you i'll run him more you so 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 uh don't want to run he uh <laughs> exactly hey i covered redfish cup too um <laughs> uh, so i the, striking asked if i if i do a protein journal with with jay and i said yeah so we do a protein journal and we did it on, on Lake Huron, uh, just north of Saginaw Bay. Catch him, catch him, catch him, catch him, catch him. And then they do kind of a Zona style where you do a sit down interview. Throughout the day, and I could tell the producer was there. So they got two camera guys and a producer. And we get off the water and he, the producer kind of pulled me aside and he was like, dude, I'm a little bit worried. And I said, uh, what are you worried about? And he goes, man, it was, it was, you know, 
you talked a lot. And I said, well, it's, I have a problem with that. You know, it's hosting a show. You have to do that. <laughs> Luke, you know. Yeah, he goes, well, you, you know, Jay, Jay, didn't, Jay didn't talk a lot in the boat. I said, yeah, I know. I said, let's, let's see how his interview goes. Okay. And, and Luke, straight up, if Jay's watching this, he'll admit to it. In the boat, we caught five that weighed probably 24 pounds, high five, you know, here and there. And I think he gave a couple. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm going to say there might've been 11 words thrown in the boat, right? God is my witness. Dude sits down, dude sits down and gives a top 10 interview I've heard in the last decade. Wow. Like all of us did this. <laughs> like we're all looking at each other and I'm like, where in the hell was that at the last nine hours? <laughs> He's focused, man. Laser I'll tell you, this is no BS. I called, I called, I called uh, Mike McInnes and I said, hey, I should show Jay Shakur and Hanukkah. I said, well, he was a little bit, you know, he's a little bit reserved in the boat. And he goes, yeah, you know, Bassmaster Live, he's, he's definitely in game and stuff like that. I said, Mike, the kid gave one of the best interviews I've ever heard in my entire life. And he's like, really? Like it was, That's cool. uh, here's what I can tell you. When he puts together the fishing and the, the teaching and communicate and humor. He's a smart ass. Um, like he's going to be hosting a TV show. He'll be hosting LBL here. <laughs> well, that's not hard to do. Let's be honest. Uh, I've done almost 200 of these. <laughs> Caveman can do it. Let's just, let's just be honest. I've just got the garage, right? Like I think it's more about the fact that I've got a garage to do it in. That, that story had nothing to do with anything, just that it was a cool it, but, it, but, but I do think that's, Maybe if, if there are young anglers listening, I think it does because I, I, I don't think people put enough into that part of it. Now, I'm, I'm all BS, right? Like I am. I, I'm all BS all the time. Uh, never been afraid to talk, whether it's in front of a class, in front of an auditorium full of people, arena full of people, playing music. I don't care. If, if you have to do seven hours of live, you better have some BS in there. I think right? that's, it's one thing you told me. Just get ready. It's a lot. It's a lot of talking. Yes. And it is. And uh, the fact that Fat Cat and I have not been fired is uh, actually phenomenal. Um, shout out to Again. them for putting uh, I do get some texts every now and then. It's like, hey, just maybe just pull it in. Less of those jokes. Okay. We do have. Wait, I'll, I'll tell you, when our, when our country was on edge during the pandemic and we were having Bassmaster lives that were all, you know, Fox would take any live sport at that time. I would find myself checking my thoughts, speaking slower throughout Bass Master Live. Do not rub anybody the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different level of internet comment right there, bud. Yeah, right. And that was, you know, straight up, straight up, Luke, that was... Yeah, and and you know there was a, there was a lot of fractures in the not that there's not now but there was a lot of fractures and people were just there was people were looking for reasons to get mad at anything um, to this day but more so then that was probably the scary besides the first time doing Bassmaster Live that was probably the scariest time because you could unknowingly unknowingly say something that was going to offend somebody. And that's not what, look, I have no problem offending somebody, 
but to do it unknowingly and stuff like that. That's when it was a, that was like the weirdest, scariest time. I think that at least for myself that I, that I've done live. So. I can imagine. I, I, that, I'm that and you also knew there was actually more human beings watching because there was nothing else. <laughs> like, Hey, what's suspicion? What's suspicion? What, what's going on here? Right? What, are these, what are these men doing? It, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't the usual Bassmaster live where I could be like, Tommy, you've got to be killed by Jason, Michael Myers, or Freddy Krueger. <laughs> one, one of the three. Like, I didn't feel like that would float at that time. <laughs> we, I sent the production crew, when we were at Saginaw Bay, that city up there is, uh, as you well know, uh, home of birthplace of Madonna. That was, yep. that was a little nugget that, uh, right. absolutely that is. brought us. And we photoshopped Fat Cat's head onto Madonna with the pointed bra during a slow time. And uh, it ended up on, on, and my bosses were like, what are we doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I just sent that to the control room. And, you know, we're having a good time. In fact, that's when it all is going correctly. Yes, is when that's we to do that. Yeah. Because, you know, we had, we had major issues at times the first year for sure. And I would lean on you and, and you're like, Hey, just know it's live and it can go yep. wrong yep. at any moment. And you don't get to have fun in those moments. You don't. I felt like my head was in a vice. If we were having audio issues or, cause you know, we, we had some situations where I couldn't hear the anglers talking I know. At the first event and, and dude on Facebook, it's like, these pieces of garbage are talking. <laughs> we didn't even know they were talking and I just get dead air. So I'm like, well, I gotta say something, oh. you know, that's what they're paying. Microphone. That's what they're paying me for. And it was just bad. And, and the producer, uh, the first day, uh, goes, you guys are done. Dudley and I, was first day of coverage. I and remember. I, I remember. And I'm like, buddy, uh, what have I got myself into here? And he's like, we got to, you got to just let the anglers fish for an hour. Like this is until we get these bugs worked out. Um, and it's just, it, it's, it's incredible. Man. It <laughs> so is. so it the is. fact that you haven't been in trouble more is actually yeah. impressive too. Um, because fat cat, no God almighty, we go down some rabbit holes, but, and, and, and he, he is very much like, I don't, Tommy's obviously the pros pro, right? Tommy is the broadcast guy. He doesn't hang you out to dry. He goes with your crap way more than I feel like most people would think, right? Am I, am I like, he'll go with your, with, cause you, you, the zone, you take it there, right? off of camera and a lot of people don't know tommy is a is a hyena okay tommy is a jackal hyena that wants to sarcastically make fun of you in a smart way that you may not catch on to walk the other way and laugh at you like he's he's up here with it and and what i i remember and it's funny because every now and then I'll watch a Bassmaster from 18 years ago that I did with Tommy. And I will say things that obviously these days cannot be saying. The, yes. You cannot say that or you will get fired. <laughs> and I remember like Tommy would look at me and they'd air it. They would air that crap, right? Um, I need a specific episode. I need oh, to I, there, there, was, there were several. There were several because like, I'll listen to it now and woo, 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 woo. Um, but what's, what, here's what I, you know, it, 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 I am married to the Scorpion. I am married to Karen. But when you are, when you sit next to somebody 
and I, not, I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but I don't sit next to Karen for seven hours a day and communicate. Yeah. Right. I would like to. <laughs> I did it on vacation or tried. <laughs> So, twice today you pissed her off by the way so, she's at she's an avatar but so so uh so, but being next to tommy for that for two decades you either can have chemistry and and talk to god and i probably communicated with tommy more than any human being on earth period ever is i think through the years you know i i know at first I, I know this, that, that, that my behavior, um, rubbed him <laughs> okay. the wrong way. Uh, I, I would call him certain names. I used to call him, um, Tommy, uh, Tommy Sanchez. Sanchez. I Actually, I, I called him Timmy Sanchez once and we went to commercial break and he said, Hey, don't, don't ever do that again. Well, we came back from break and I did it right. Oh. Oh yeah! <laughs> I'll never forget it. We were at a dirt with Marcona, indeed. We were at a classic the next year, and these dudes, obviously, I don't know, might have been you at the time. They walked out of the Coliseum. It was at, uh, it was at, I think it was at Red River, wherever it was at, and they walked out and they screamed, "It's Sanchez!" And he looked at me. He's like, "See, that's what I'm getting at. My last name is Sanders." So as the years have gone on, as the years have gone, look, I know he's only been truly, really pissed at me one time, and rightfully so, rightfully so. But as the years have gone on, he, he is not scared to be, to misbehave and be, especially when, you know, when crap is slow, he'll jump in the pool too. I, that's what I'm saying. He doesn't hang you out to dry. He goes, no, he'll jump more, right especially in. now. And I, I guess that's what I was getting at is it does seem over the years he's loosened up with, with that for sure. Cause and, and he's got a great sense of humor, even unbelievable. I mean, he's funny. I mean, he's, he, I mean, he is, uh, but he's just legendary, man. I think back to the old FLW days with Jerry and all, I mean, just dude, just grew up watching the there, guy. There, and I always, I, I said this, I, I said this to you uh, before, I said, always remember, before you guys started NPFL, I said, always remember there, when you're doing live, there, there's a hot mic. There's a hot <laughs> mic. Well, there was, this is so when we really started doing live coverage, there was an angler that was a handful. He was a handful. And we were at commercial break. And evidently the mics were hot. This is many, many years ago. The mics were hot and somebody puts on Facebook, wow, the commentary at commercial break is so much more entertaining than the commentary. <laughs> and somebody runs in the break room and said, your mics are hot. <clears throat> and we go, <laughs> so great. And, and, and that, is, that is easier to do yeah, absolutely realize i mean we we wear a mic pack whatever but the control room sometimes they might fall asleep at the wheel too in that situation yeah. fat cat and i almost got hung out to dry mm-hmm. or something like that that did go it was in a commercial break yeah commercial audio was up we were talking about someone yeah and uh and received a text someone heard it <laughs> <laughs> see from one of my bosses but, but was, luckily it wasn't espn or whatever right, right but still 
And it was, it was not, it was more, it was not, it was not malicious or, or horrible. That's how this one. We were, we were actually restating something that that angler said to us once that is horrifically horrible. And (laughs) anyway, that's my number one fear in life is that because coverage goes down somebody says something and you go oh my or, or dude even if it's somebody blowing them out of the water catching six and seven pounders and you scream cuss whatever i don't even right. know who's watching you don't want that to be the day that it, it ends evidently lee corso is the only one that can get away with that right now in the country uh so, <laughs> so. <laughs> God, yeah i think anyway. it's yeah. any anyways all right one last thing buddy one last thing because you gave me you gave me a lot of time we we were trying to squeeze this in in your your busy day and luckily the scorpion queen did go to see avatar so worked out great so you didn't have any any honeydews uh, i used you to not go see <laughs> oh god don't say that publicly please because <laughs> i love your wife and i don't need that i don't oh, need bless that. her heart i don't need that, I don't need, that bad, I don't need that bad karma on me. right uh just and this is a cliche question give me or putting you on the spot give me your angler of the year pick 2023 <sighs> Based on angler. the years, we're, we're, we got some anglers back. The field gets tougher and tougher and tougher every year. Coming from the opens, who you think? Give me an AOI pick that we can go Man. back in November and be like, Zona was right. It's, it's you know, to, to look at, oh, yeah, yeah, it, to look at angler of the year, it, and you know this, it's an entire, it's really an entire body. It's an entire body of work. Um, uh, I am going to get, we have a lot of grass lakes. We got a lot of more. So we have more smallmouth lakes. Uh, I'm giving it to one of the Johnstons. If they don't cannibalize and devour each other, which I've seen happen. Um, I, I just think that look, they're always in the top 20. Uh, and how they do, and here's what's weird about those two. They make, especially on smallmouth, but they're incredible, incredible largemouth fishermen on, on lakes with grass. And, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be starting in Florida. I think they'll do really well in the first one. Um, but they just show enough flashes where you're going to see one of them uh, outpace the field this year. But, but one of the things that... Um, I've, I've grown up with, and I said this, I said this on, on a Zona show last week is I've grown up fishing with some of the best smallmouth fishermen to ever, whether they're, they're professional anglers or not professional anglers. What's really bizarre about Chris and Corey, and I fished extensively with, with Corey and I've fished with Chris is what they've done in, and I do. I think a lot of our crew does, and I think a lot of viewers have done, has taken for granted when they are smallmouth fishing, when they are smallmouth fishing, they have made what they do seem so incredibly easy, and it's so incredibly hard. Like a failure day, a failure smallmouth day for those boys is... 22 pounds oh yeah they get like like you you um 
that I, I, I'm going to give, I, I'm going to give it to one of them. Uh, I think, I think Patrick is, is poised to, to go after it now. I think he's definitely going to, going to be in the, in, in the running this year with the lakes that we're going to. Um, Patrick is all, and he would, he would not mind me saying this. Patrick is always, you know, he, he is capable of, a, of, of destruction at times. Saw it with NBFL this year. Absolutely. Gave him, he only fished five of our six events and I gave him AOI just because he was, but then there, he would just have this day where you'd all but give him the tournament and you're like, Oh, okay. And then we he had him and I had 24, you know, we had one of those taping days together. It was, <laughs> it, it was, it was magically not good. It really was. Um, but, but, but I think he is, he is capable. He's like one of those dudes where if he gets some traction, he, he can roll. He can definitely roll. You know, it, the other one that, that and you brought him up, another one that I think's a, a killer, I think Livesey, if, if he can, if he can sustain up in, up in smallmouth waters, see now I'm, I'm naming 5% of field, but I'll always put in there, especially if you got Okeechobee, St. John's, Sabine, you, you just put three of them in Hackney's back pocket. And I got news. Hackney's a damn good smallmouth fisherman. He's really, he, he, that boy will throw a tube around if you know he, what I mean. He ain't bashful about it, is he? He likes a spinner pole. I got to walk you through the side hunting room before I get done here. Yes, yeah, so okay? let's, let's see it. Yeah, but put, closing out LBL. I've not been in this room. I've not been in this room for like since the hunting season stopped. It's the summer room, but that we got that. We're going to start with that right there. That's a nice one right there. That was from Colorado, but you're going to love this. I'm going to take you over here. This was a Christmas present. This is actually from South America. Look at that thing. (laughs) Is that fantastic? Is that fantastic? (laughs) But if you put it upside down, it's a doe's ass. (laughs) Binoculars, but look here. Look at this little treat. Why, why wouldn't I have an AR just sitting on the floor? <laughs> just got it. You always got to be ready. Head on a swivel. It's evidently, evidently. You never know. You never know. Are you guys frozen up there? Hard water? We were. We were. Uh, we were. It's hard to see. We were last week. Oh. But everything, everything opened back up. So uh, actually should be on the water here in the next four or five days. So. Wow. Okay. Mark Luke, I want to tell you something. Yes, sir. Congrats on 196. That's a that's a lot of BS right there. Trust me, I understand. Listen, when you go week in and week out talking bass fishing, yeah. that, that, I give that's what I always t- say about Matt Pangrat, BTO, or Mark Jeffries back then. Dude, two live shows about bass fishing a week. I'm like, hey, good, hey, good luck. Hey, <laughs> good job. Did, it's, it's it's a lot. Did you and I get through? An entire LBL without talking about like Wilburn stuff. <laughs> oh, hold on, I just did. I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. Listen, he retired or whatever. In, he retired or whatever the hell he did. Here's here's all I'll, I'll I'll finish with this just for you and you alone is I outlasted that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> here's the question: Did we? Did we? I don't know. Did we? I don't know if we did. Michael Jordan, Brett Favre, and Tom Brady, they've all come back. Did we? This is true. This is true. You never know. I love you, Luke. 
love you, buddy. Mark Zona, everybody. I love it. All right. The one, the only Uncle Z. What can I say? It's always amazing. Always a fantastic time with Mark. I'm always going to laugh. I'm always going to learn. And I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, LBL 2023, I'm having a good time. Now, it's hard to, listen, you come out of the gate swinging, okay? First two episodes of the year, we're swinging. We're closing in on 200 episodes, and we are swinging. But it's hard to swing like that every week. <laughs> At some point, there's going to be one y'all going to click on. You're like, eh, eh. And I get that. They can't, I can't bat a 1,000 every week. But the first two damn weeks of the year, pretty fun. I got some other things lined up that I think y'all are really going to enjoy. I want to thank the W Sauce for bringing you that interview, and I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in week in, week out, being low lifers, being loyal, and uh, always being here, man. I see y'all in the comments. I see you. I see you in the comments on social, YouTube. Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna keep doing it till I ain't got any breath left, and uh, just just grateful for each and every one of y'all. Gonna take you out with some Biloxi Blues this week. As always, every week. And I will see y'all next time. I never could make it last. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows. I'm leaving those burdens in rest. It does not know my name And I don't care No, I don't care Heading my way For another place And I got three good tires and a spare Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi